Ship's Log Entry 10-22 Tully's monsters located the missing ship, Anemone, as well as its crew. Although Bridget Gubbins and Cortazar the Illithid are safe, there was a complication. Yaush, the beholder infamous for his hatred of mind flayers, was implanted with an Illithid tadpole by the same elder brain which had experimented on Wendy McDonald and her fellow operatives. The team was left with a VHS videotape instructing them to seek out this elder brain inside the steel bones of an unfinished Dyson Sphere. While in transit, the away team was accosted by a mind worm, a gargantuan hybrid of illithid and purple worm. Max Ina once again demonstrated masterful piloting skills, maneuvering the Tully into position to dispatch the enemy. The team was then able to approach the Dyson Sphere and safely dock. Unfortunately, Buford Gubbins was unable to enter the installation quietly. Alerted by the cyborg's ungainly infiltration, Rommel, a hybrid GIF mind flayer, greeted the party with many guns drawn. This psychic hippopotamus was a combat specialist who attempted to take the entire team into custody for seramorphosis and re-education. Only the unique abilities of the Formuth Cube were able to turn the tables at the last possible moment. Faced with the choice of sparing Rommel's life or allowing his dangerous existence to continue, Wendy McDonald fled deeper into the facility. Buford Gubbins and Max Ina were left behind to patch up their wounds, as the fairy Illithid rushed headlong into the inner sanctum of the Dyson Sphere. There, she came face to face with her creator, and the mad scientist stoking the flames of galactic civil war, the Elder Brain, Dracus. I've already pushed to prod Buford's update. His arm is now 50% bigger again. Uh, now I really am just playing the arm. He is he is sort of like a side <laughs> character uh, to everything going on. Wonderful, great, great news. Um, so yeah, last uh, last time we were we were here doing 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 dice funk. Wendy was uh, you were you were hanging out with your old uh, your old elder brain. Yeah, it's been a while. Hanging out is an interesting word. I ran away in a in a panic and ended up in uh, in front of. You ended up face to face with somebody you haven't seen in a while. That's how I make most of my friends. I love that in a panic. <laughs> the the elder rain picture you're using in the roll twenty is from a, a Magic the Gathering card, and it really shows the scale of this elder brain. They're so much bigger than you think. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not just a big brain in a in a tank. It's like it's a big brain in a big tank. They're, they're quite large things, these. Uh, so yeah, uh, you you are awkwardly stood in a room with your old elder brain. 
Yeah, I'm picturing because we're inside of this, uh, you know, decommissioned technological facility around this star. Uh, and so this is probably like a really big room with a bunch of computers and stuff in it. But then there's the brine pool. I actually want to contrast uh, Captain Demille, who is like an Azordon tank. I think Wendy's brain is like in a, like a, you know, a big wave pool almost, like a freestanding uh, a a liquid pool right and so the whole brain is out tendrils they're the big ones at the bottom kind of stretching out uh almost mirroring computer cables i feel like uh in in this technological facility but also uh there's like smaller uh tendrils on top and stuff just kind of wiggling uh ominously as you know w wendy was always going to be dwarfed <laughs> by almost any character but mm -hmm. the, here the contrast is just it's incredible yeah. Um, upon, you know, having walked into this room and being face to face with your old elder brain again, I would like you to roll to see how you're doing with those brain cravings. Absolutely. That's a constitution save, as we've established. Yeah. I have plus one, I think. Just, just, or no, I'm a barbarian, so I actually have a, I have proficiency in con saves. So, uh, let's go 13. Uh, 13 is not going to be high enough, uh, for this. Um, you are, you are back in a, uh, a setting and a situation that, uh, is very much tied to experiences you used to have. And it's a little harder here to, uh, fight off the desire to be eating brains. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like it, narratively you can play, you know, however this character would, but it's like I, I am basically powerless uh, for uh, this elder brain. All of us, uh, the Tully's monsters are very high level, very badass, but I still feel like, you know, whether whether this is true mechanically, Wendy's like, oh, this person, this brain could kill all of us, no sweat. Just like psionically crush us like like p empty cans. Yes. Um, so she is very cowed and she just says, Hi, Dracus, I'm back. Oh, welcome. How are you doing? Um, <laughs> uh, I actually came to check on you. I was worried about you. There's a this bad guy, Yauk, Yosh. And I thought maybe maybe it was causing trouble for you, and so I was like, "Wow, I bet Dracus would love a heads up and won't be mad at me." Oh, don't, don't, don't worry. How could I ever be mad with you? You've come back. I, I'm just glad to see you returned. You're back where you should be. Um, that's what I've been saying. It's just like we go right back to the way it was. We're at friends, and no one's mad. Sorry, sorry. You um, you don't seem to be doing so well. Are you um, you're a little hungry. Uh, I mean, I've just worked up an appetite. I got into a couple of scuffles on the way. There was a big worm, and then I ran into an old friend. We caught up, and, you know, I didn't stop at Cinnabon like I planned. I think it would be Cinnabrain, actually. <laughs> uh, Dracus uh, sort of um, hits one tentacle sort of uh, against the uh, the side of the tank, and... A little hatch in the room sort of shakes and opens up, and there is uh, some assorted brains in there. Uh, you would have to inspect to know what kind of brains, but there are definitely some some brains in there. All right, I think I'm going to inspect. Is that a medicine or? It's, it's probably a medicine. 
it's like it's like it's like it's like bring out the caviar. Those cra- uh, crane veer. I don't know how to make that. Can't do that. Can't make the joke happen. Yeah. Would 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 mind flayer caviar be like little kid brains? Because those are just <laughs> eggs. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know if that's true because it is canon that uh, the more intelligent uh, the brain, the tastier it is. There's a, a quote from Grazilax, the mind flayers, you studied, it's delicious. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I don't know if children oh. brains would be anything. Uh, so is the ideal that like those kids that go to college at age eight? Oh my God, young Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, young Sheldon would be delicious. It's, it's all about it's it's all about it's all about the dry aging process. Here, okay, you know this thing's just been you know curated. Uh, it's, been, it's been it's 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 a free range brain here. It's what we got. Wendy looking over craft services. Like, you got any Sheldons? Some of you younger <laughs> sh- sh- on the sh- younger side of Sheldon. Uh, in here. So you rolled a ten. Is that for? Uh... Medicine? My medicine, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's definitely assorted brains in here, and you can tell that these, at the very least, these are not artificial brains. This is this is the real deal stuff. Um, the fact that there are like a few different shapes and sizes, and clearly species of brains in here is. This was not an impulse collection. This is you know, they've been stockpiling. Yeah, and the dice are telling a story, I think, because we rolled a number of times for Wendy's brain cravings, and I've succeeded every single time until now. So I probably would have written it this way regardless, but I do like that Like now she's like, ah, it won't hurt to just, I mean, they're already dead, I'm, I'm already here. I have a question for you, Austin. I don't know if this is something you know the answer to. How long has it been since Wendy last ate actual brains? Yeah, I feel like she is maybe um, before the campaign started, but after defecting, had like a moment or two, or two of weakness. Like, you know, uh, someone just like sneaking a cigarette out back, <laughs> like, you know, after a particularly stressful life event or something. So like once or twice maybe since she left, but always with like feelings of shame. Not not like I had one brain and that was like spiraling relapse. Yeah, no, I, I think yeah. she has kept it mostly on on track so far, and it wasn't like she went out and killed somebody. It was just like, oh, she was out of planet, and you know, she she's like, I'll be naughty and order a Big Mac. I know I'm on a diet, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, so while you're uh, presumably having a little bit of brain, I'm guessing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Drake is sort of um, uh, turns to you and says. Uh, Oh, don't, uh, don't worry about, about Yosh, we've been, uh, we've been keeping an eye on that whole situation, um, waiting until that hopefully pays off for us. Oh, I knew you'd be on top of it. It's silly of me to worry. Uh, what's, what is, um, your extremely genius plan that definitely has it all taken care of? Well, um... Uh, the, the tadpole, uh, I don't know how much you know about the situation, we implanted a tadpole in, in you know, she, uh, didn't, didn't quite take, but, uh, we've been picking up psionic pulses. Only weak, but they've been repeating and repeating, and we've been using them to track the Yowsh. Um, right now, what we're counting on is that tadpole is still in there and still still working at it, and if we can, you know, 
If we can just leave it a little longer to see whether whether that tadpole, like, you know, gets the job done, we've got a very powerful ally on our side. So we are just watching the clock and seeing how that plays out. Wow. It's good to have time on your side. It's a very powerful enemy. No one's defeated it yet. Yeah, you know, give, I'll give it time. <laughs> oh, wow. This is spicier than I thought. What is, is <laughs> What is this? Elf? The pain and anguish, uh, specific to the death, really brings out some of the uh, some of the some of the uh, the capsaicin sort of uh, Jason flavor. I can tell this this dude really wanted to live. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I can taste that he had a family. <laughs> yeah, you can. Now, look, let's 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 talk candidly. I know you brought people with. I brought. I know you brought people with you here. I always speak candidly with you, Dracus. I can't hide anything from you. Probably, literally. Who, who, who is important enough that you, you know, have been spending time allying with them rather than coming back to us? You know, it's gonna sound silly, but uh, there's a big metal arm which kind of has like a, a human tumor on it, and then there's a, a cool metal cube which kind of has like a, a dog with it. But it's, it's really the arm and the cube that I'm friends with. <laughs> I, I can't believe you just called my character a tumor to his main weapon. No, no. Wait, first and foremost, Dan, I thought you were gonna say I can't believe you called my character a dog. That would be even funnier. But I think the uh, the um, your character would, would probably look at that description like, you know what, that's pretty accurate. You know, I spent more work <laughs> on the arm than the rest of me. You know, the, the flesh is kind of disposable as long as the arm is really fucking cool. Besides, it's where I wrote mom on, right? It's right here. That's where my heart is. It's like it's like a cool drill he has. He can replace the drill if it breaks. <laughs> He's still a guy. You can replace it. You can replace your chest if it breaks. You got artificial hearts and stuff. Um, Dracus, Dracus, um, stops and, uh, looks at Wendy for a second and, uh, simply says, I'm glad you didn't try to lie to me. I feared you were going to come up with some sort of story, but, uh, it's good to know that, uh, things haven't changed. I can never lie to you, Dracus. I know. I've been following your friends for a while. They are, uh, Oh, the fascinating. You've been following them? At least what? Are you? I mean, I've been, I've been keeping an eye on social media. Are you? Are you mute? A, a schmick <laughs> Yes, I've been. Um, you know, I, I've been, I've been keeping an eye on 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 uh, little sister Bridget's uh, schmick schmocks and uh, learning all sorts about it from that. Oh. Okay, well then, yeah, you know that they're cool technology people, and uh, any organic fleshy bits are completely unworthy of your notice, and uh, so if you need any help, where would you like us to go and use these cool technologies to destroy your enemies? Look, uh, Max One, ideally I'd like to see them seramorphosized, I think that uh, that'd, that'd be, you know, getting... it seems a sensible thing to do, but... Uh... The one with the big arm. He's interesting. 
Are we cutting back to um, Buford being extremely uninteresting <laughs> in the other room? <laughs> uh, he, he might be more interesting than than he than he or you have thought, considered. Uh, yeah, uh, Buford and Max, what are you up to uh, currently? <laughs> yeah, uh, so I, I mentioned last week uh, Buford left like a note for Rommel, basically saying, "If you ever like come near Wendy again, I'm going to murder you." And I think he's written this on the wall in Rommel's own blood. <laughs> Uh, and he's going to strip Rommel's body of the uh, of all of his gear that he can. If he can't carry, if it's like too, stuff he can't really carry with him, then he's just going to break it. But he's definitely taking those grenades at the very least. Yeah, um, yeah, that's fair. And then he's going to look at Rommel, and he's going to do something that he sees as a way of reducing risk to the group in the future. Uh, which tr- uh, hand was Rommel pulling the trigger with? Uh, left hand. All right. Uh, Buford's going to take Rommel's left hand and crush it in his mechanical fists. Ooh, uh, give me a strength roll. Okay. Dan spends the time between recordings just trying to think of the most fucked up shit. You're just marathoning every Saw movie. Just like... Oh, <laughs> oh no, no. Don't, don't worry. I'm, I've been spending all week thinking of things to do to, do to, to Dan. 16. 16. Uh, yes, 16 is is enough to suitably fuck up that hand for a while. Yep, uh, and that's all he's going to do. He doesn't want to kill him. He wants to cripple his ability to fight him if he ever shows up again. Cool. Um, so Wendy ran off, uh, instinctively knew where to run because, you know, knows this ship inside out. Uh, you don't know this ship, and uh, mm-hmm. you do not know where Wendy went. What, what do you do? Uh, let's see. I don't think I have a locate spell. Uh, I do not. Yeah, neither does Max in this case here. So this is just going to be a matter of us just having to run through the halls and trying to find our way through there. Uh, give, Give me a sort of flavor of, like, what your random approach is. Like, are you sneakily trying to look through windows, see what's in rooms? Are you just sprinting as fast as you can, see what you find? Like, what's what's your approach here? So... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, most Elder Brains tend to be at, like, the center of a colony, right? They're, they're like, the, the central point that everything, folk, uh, like, radiates out from. They don't necessarily have to be if the radius of their, uh, you know, their psionic radius is large enough and the location is small enough, but at economies of scale, eventually, yes, the Elder Brain will end up being in the center of places. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I yeah I guess Buford would, thought would be like okay let's find the place that either seems like the most heavily defended which is either going to be the labs where like these things are being made or where the Elder Brain is. Uh, well, actually, no. Buford wouldn't know that when he's gone to see the Elder Brain, so he has to just look for Wendy. <sighs> yeah, and Max was just not along and say, well, in this case, it's best that we stick together. Uh, no point splitting up in a place like this. I mean, I, uh, I will say, Dan, if you want to roll insight to get a sense of whether your character would know Wendy well enough to click that the Elder Brain might be where sh- sh- she might be drawn to, like, you're welcome to insight that. Um, sure. Let's do that then. Uh, let's see how well Buford understands other people. I have six, not at all. Yeah, no, uh, the thought, the thought barely crosses Buford's mind, uh, that... 
Why, why, why would someone run to the the person who used to be in charge of them? That's the worst place to run when scared. Yeah, I, I think I think probably Buford's thought like this would cross his mind, but then he'd be like, "Well, this elder brain is going to kill all of us, probably. She wouldn't do that." Uh, uh, Max is going to be looking for any sort of signage, though, to kind of indicate. Um, mostly just because you know it's like. If there's any sort of thing that's written in a language, Max can currently just read it. So, okay. Uh, so, so you're both uh, looking for sort of different things here. So, if we get uh, a pair of investigation checks, um, Max is looking for signage. Um, Buford is looking for heavily defended areas. Did you say? Yeah, it's either that or maybe we're to ease taking some flavoring from part of his inspiration, which would be uh, like Mr. X from Resident Evil 2. He's just like systematically stripping through rooms. 26. Uh, three. <laughs> okay, uh, you unfortunately do not find any signage. Um, but I think if you start looking for just where looks the most fortified, um, as you sort of aimlessly wander corridors, uh, just sort of looking for anywhere that seems like it might be important or defended or dangerous um you do come across a room that seems to have uh from what you can see from the outside it looks like an airlock almost like a like a decontamination chamber or something there is some kind of two door locking system leading into some kind of other hallway uh is is there any signage for max to read <laughs> there is no signage for max to read with a three uh, investigation I yeah, that's fine. Uh, one of the things we're doing as we're moving is that Max is actually going to holster the the bow on their back. And, uh, of course, holstering it on nothing somehow just sort of stays in place because, of course, it does. Let's do video game logic with bows. Um, and has their um, laser pistol drawn that uh, Buford modified. And uh, <clears throat> uh, when we get to this sort of like decontamination sort of thing... Max sort of investigates, looks over to Buford, and then just sort of moves to step into the chamber. Yeah, there is nothing to immediately stop you entering the chamber. It's a good thing Wendy narrowed down where in the Dyson sphere, you know, she knew uh, the Elder Brain to be because, uh, you know, building something around a star, like it's it. Uh, human minds are bad at understanding scale, right? My understanding mm -hmm. is that to build a Dyson sphere would take more, uh, more material than exists in like the known universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> how big stars are. It's like, stars, yeah, pretty fucking huge. There's a reason this Dyson sphere is only partially completed. They ran out of stuff at some point. Yeah, so if there wasn't any way to narrow it down, uh, Max and Buford could spend the rest of their lives looking for someone and never find them. <laughs> looking for someone where, with an inher inherent stealth abilities who is also very small. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, does this airlock look recently used? Uh, tough to tell. Like, if, if you have a look through the window, it on closer inspection is clear that this is some kind of decontamination chamber like this is some sort of make sure that you clean yourself off before you come in and out of uh, space and by nature of the that fact it's a very clean and sterile looking Ooh. area so suggestion then max and buford are pretty dirty right now we don't care about these people and we want to actively make their lives more difficult um, let's teleport in there with that <laughs> spell i gave you yeah i was gonna say Ma max max is max is sort of like okay that's like, uh, how many times can I use this 
vortex warp thing you gave me, Buford. You got ten shots. All right, uh, get ready for shot one then, and then without saying anything further, Max will uh, cast vortex warp using the gun to uh, teleport Buford to the other side of this whole thing through the window, basically. Yeah. There, there is nothing, there is no magical thing stopping you from doing this. You are able to successfully shoot Buford into the other side of this, uh, <laughs> this hallway. Buford spits on the floor for good measure. He wants to contaminate it. <laughs> or are we, are we still in like, uh, like sealed spacesuits at this point? I, I, I'm not sure, I'm not fully sure like if we're exposed to the void. In Entirely, entirely up to you whether you have chosen to, like, you know, how how much you want to still be protected from the elements or not. Got it. I'll I'll keep mine still on because I don't know if we're gonna be, vo- be potentially voiding this building to space at some point. <laughs> I mean, it seems more likely than not, given how the last few missions have gone. <laughs> yeah, so, so like, like, listen, okay, you can never be too safe. Might as well void the entire station, you know, on the way. All out. right, Max, shoot yourself in the face. <laughs> Uh, this is a slightly lateral usage of the spell, but I think we can kind of finesse it that way. I, I'm I'm more than happy for you to shoot yourself in the face with the teleport gun. Uh, persona. Yeah, I was gonna say persona. <laughs> like, yeah, it has to be on the side, and then just then does the guns through, and then Max teleports through to join Buford. And mm-hmm. okay, um, once you're both on the other side of this, um. It seems very clear that this is some kind of medical space, and I'll give you this because sort of this was one of the things Buford was uh, throughout as maybe looking for. This seems to probably be where the illithid hybrids are created here. Um, there is a lot of uh, complicated-looking medical um, apparatus around. Uh, a lot of very large uh, sort of like uh, walk-in freezers, a lot of just test tubes and various scientific material. Um, There is no immediate hubbub, it's not like you've walked in right in the middle of, oh it's it's big, make a new illithid hybrid day, Uh, but you are welcome to have a look around. Yeah, I wanna I wanna know what they're working on. What is their secret prototype illithid? The I don't know, what's what's an obscure D D monster? Ooh, the the wolf in sheep's clothing illithid. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be a squirrel with tentacles on its face sitting on top of a log that's the actual <laughs> creature. Um Yeah, give give me some flavor again of sort of how you're going about now you're in here. Like are you again, are you sort of just like confidently strolling, strolling around, you're like, ah, we're in, we didn't go through the airlock, no one knows, like, what's what's your flavor? Uh, If there's ever, like, a computer terminal, that's always going to be Buford's go-to. Otherwise, I think he, maybe he's leveraging, like, Buford isn't a trained doctor, he doesn't really know about much about, like, medicine or healing people, but he's fucked with enough, like, at least human bodies to to know like when you're modifying something i guess he wants to try to get a handle on what like weird custom bio resident evil bio lab is he walked into okay um you've you've talked about like wanting to see what kind of stuff they're working on and like what's catching your attention but also wanting to look for computers and there is a room that pretty quickly catches your attention um there are, there are a couple of computer terminals in here, but more notably, 
There is a lot of very large uh, mechanical parts in here, um, some of which bear a striking uh, resemblance to some of the mechanical illithid bodies that uh, have been in production for a little while. Mm -hmm. um, and as you enter this room, a slightly robotic voice uh, announces, Can I help you? Uh, and I'm going to reveal in the roll 20, uh, the person who has, uh, who you find yourself faced with. Uh, okay, um, well, it, it is sort of a bit of, like, a meat man with a jawbone for an arm with some teeth sticking out of it. Uh, I don't think it has- This is a Phyrexian. This is a- this is a splicer from New Phyrexia. <laughs> um, that is a creature from Warriors of Waterdeep, and it's labeled unused pre-production art. Come on, Austin. It's not, not- not everyone- everyone is your beloved Phyrexians. It, it looks like- it looks like a sliver Phyrexian, honestly. But more like when they tried to do that reboot in like 2014, mm -hmm. when they wanted to do some more humanoid slivers. Fools. Mm -hmm. I know exactly what we're talking about. This isn't weird to talk about. <laughs> yeah, so this is a, a sort of mechanical person that has some familiarity to the generic illithid uh, mechanical bodies that the Resubian has been uh, sort of trying to extol the virtues of across the galaxy. Um, alongside the uh, the sort of uh, magical clones, except this one has been pretty extensively modified. It has um, some very lengthy uh, illithid-esque uh, metallic tendrils on one arm. Uh, this thing looks built for killing, um, and it stops for a second upon realizing who's walked in the room. And it looks at you, specifically, Buford, and goes, Oh, it's you. Oh, they're friends. Good. Um, so I, I think I know what this might be meant to imply. <laughs> Do I recognize this voice? Uh, this is not necessarily sounding like any voice you recognize. Okay, it's just a person... Uh, that that's indicating that they they know me. They they seem to know you. Um, I I think I know what you think, and, and yeah, maybe you might be a little off on what's coming, but but yeah. Can I say when you introduced the the robotic illithid bodies in the first arc lore, I was like, oh yeah, like an illithid but a robot. Sure, fine. But you've cranked the dial up on the body horror, and now I'm way more on board. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually uh, Austin. Are you familiar with Thune at all? Uh, yeah, I think so. It, it kind of reminds me of, like, the Thune Illithid Splicers, which had a lot of, like, mechanical stuff in there, too. Mm -hmm. It's all, it's like pottery, it rhymes. Mm. <laughs> Is that from uh, Warcraft, right, Cthune? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's in there, it's right in there, Warriors of Waterdeep. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. Uh, oh, yeah. You, uh, you, you, god. <laughs> Buford's eyes will narrow and go, you know me, I definitely don't know you, but I know what those are. And he's going to point to the mechanical bodies. You're going to explain to me what's going on here? Oh, oh you should know better anyone, uh, than anyone what's going on here. You have... Uh, oh, you, 
you are the reason I am how I am, and I have so much thanks for you. You are... Oh, you have done something wonderful. Oh, gosh, I know who this is, or what this is. Uh... So uh, this this uh, Illithid sort of um, in- introduces himself and he says, um, My name is Volgesh, and uh, you might not know me, but I have been dining on the horrors you thought to ship this thing with. Yes! Uh, you have jam-packed this thing through so- with so much suffering, Oh, I know it's only meant to be when I seramorphosize it, but I just keep replaying it over and over, and it has fueled me. Oh, oh my God, Dan, you've created sadism bots. <laughs> yeah, Dan, <laughs> sadism bots. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for 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 clarity here, um, Buford sent off some a uh, a head in a drawer being tortured uh, brainwaves for uh, potential use in illithid bodies, just, you know, to sweeten the deal of, like, hey, maybe these mechanical bodies, they'll feel a bit more real when you seramorphosize them, and, uh... Yeah, it seems at least one uh, illithid has uh, really enjoyed the uh, the little presentation you put together for them. Yeah, Buford, Buford is, like, clicking up his uh, his uh, emailer and, ri- like, writing a draft. Hey, uh, recall that thing I sent you. <laughs> nope, it's too late. You've already unleashed the Cenobites. Oh, no. Well, I'm about to turn it into a masochism bot, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he, he simply looks to you and says, I don't know how you found it in yourself to, uh, you're, you're a real cruel bastard. I believe in cruelty with a purpose, but I also believe in recalling failed prototypes. And I'm going to just attack him. <laughs> no, I want this guy to win. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, we will jump back to this in a minute uh, with Max having no idea what the fuck is going on. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I, did, I did not have Max say anything in character because like, I knew what this was immediately, yeah. but like, Max would have no idea what the hell Buford's been up to it is. Yeah, and I, I will say this is exactly what I wanted to happen, and I'm perfectly fine with it. <laughs> yeah. Now I must Look, do- I, I was going to go one of two ways. I was either going to have, oops, you've created copies of that person you're torturing, or just sadism bots and like i'm not saying that the other one's off the table but this is where where i was feeling today uh it's like like max max doesn't know anything about buford's head time you know yeah i realized how i've been picturing the elder brains chamber have you ever seen the anime serial experiments lane oh Mm. Mm. oh my god it's it's a classic it predicted how the internet was going to kill us all, but the main character's room, uh, as the series progresses, fills up with technology and then water. And I guess it's supposed to represent like coolant as she becomes kind of a bio uh, mechanical organism. Anyway, it's it's a really good show. You should watch it. But I'm picturing, yeah, the the tendrils from the elder brain, the cores from the computers, like the 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 shallow water. It's like extremely what I've been picturing this whole time. Yeah, no, that is, that is, that is, I I appreciate the vibe. Um, But yes, as we jump back to Wendy, I think that, uh, I think that Dracus explains to you what uh, Buford has done and sort of, sort of ends it with, um, I I never, I never would have thought that uh, mechanical bodies would be the way to go, but um, 
Oh, your friend has created some really wonderful stuff that has, has uh, got our first test subject going, going uh, absolutely, absolutely kill happy, and that has been a wonderful, wonderful test. It would be a shame to seramorphize uh, until until the uh, the guys, uh, you know, made as many torture things as uh, would be useful. Well, I'm against this plan on the surface, but who knows? Once I see. The creature, I might be like, actually, this is badass, and I agree. So let's withhold judgment. Well, look, I, look if you're against the plan, it's, it's your friend you should probably take it up with. I simply took what your friend made and made good use of it, and it's uh, it's been turning out great. That is one person who, at least for now, uh, I'm not going to insist on uh, implanting tadpoles into. Not yet, anyway. So if you've been stalking my friends, can you actually give me an update? I For a while, I thought that Maxi Max just had like a weird cube from Earth and like everyone knew about Earth Cube and I just wasn't on, I wasn't up to date. Uh, but then people start reacting to it weird. I've been noticing people are like, hey, what's up with your cube? And like, I'm the only one who doesn't know about the cube. Do you know about the cube? I mean, I know, I know some things about, about the uh, four myth cubes. Um... There are multiple of them. Uh, they seem to be linked and connected to each other. Um, as best I understand it, uh, one is as good as any other in terms of function. Um, everyone who's used one has not lasted very long at all. It seems like it's probably some sort of uh, some sort of honey trap. And it's probably not worth us investing time into. Um, oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people will use them and use them, and then oops, disappeared, gone. Uh, I'm assuming probably inside the cube. Cycle continues. Uh, no, not not anything. Look, I I am more than happy to uh, experiment with uh, fusing creatures together and creating all sorts of new abominations to uh, to run alongside. I draw the line at weird cubes that suck people up. That's, mm, that's no good. Do you know if they were, like, created as traps, or are they, like, an intelligence of their own? Are they are they just doing their own thing, or are they evil? Like, what's... I, I have no reason to think they're intelligent, purely because they don't seem to go out of their way to do anything. They, they sort of seem like... Yeah, there's spiders that make the sort of funnel-shaped webs, and then they just sort of wait for a fly to land in. They're not proactively going and catching flies, they're just sort of, I'm going to set this up and eventually someone will walk in and get stuck. Uh, seems to be the vibe. I'm not saying they can't be sentient, but there's, there's a... If they're sentient, they are very patient. Laura, you're, you're killing me with this lore today. This is incredible. All these twists and turns. <laughs> Yeah, a bunch of cubes <laughs> taking people over and ruining their lives. It's just like Minecraft. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm just, I'm just sitting here and look like, got my notes like, yep, yep, okay, this is one of the options. It could have been nice. Got it. <laughs> it is cube the most threatening shape that can float? Mm. I mean, triangle's a pretty threatening shape if it can float. That's true. I, I've always liked a pyramid, though. Especially their schemes. If... <laughs> If I see a floating pyramid, I'm going to assume it's going to, like, consume me and I'll be trapped in, like, the pyramid dimension. A cube? 
you know, that might just be more like physically trying to to attack me. Triangles. I like... think a pentagon is like the least threatening. Because <laughs> like, what's a pentagon gonna do? It's a fucking pentagon. <laughs> I think in our world, pentagon might be the most threatening shape, but that's for other reasons. <laughs> Especially if you have lithium. Yeah, because of their your... drone shaped yeah. tools. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. W- Wendy is obviously not having a great time, but she is like, I don't know. It kind of falling back into old patterns. I don't know. I hear this often. I don't, this isn't my personal experience. When people say, like, you go back to your hometown and you see old friends and family and you just kind of become who you were even after you've left for years and developed a new personality. And I feel like Wendy is, like, almost – she was, like, faking it, but now she just is, like, wow, you're so smart. That Tell me more. You're cool. <laughs> I, like, forgot to be faking it. Oh, uh, it seems like uh... – it seems like your friends have uh, met Volgesh. Uh, well, it's not going to be long now before we go in with Matthias Max and uh, uh, get, get on with uh, get, get back to business. Good old days. Get everything back how it's supposed to be. Wow, you have such a big radius. You can see how far away are they? Oh, they're just down in the uh, down in the labs. Not that far. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna go check. I just want to see. I want to. This thing sounds really cool. Volgash, she said. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Um. Look. If you're gonna go down, make sure to be to be back with uh, with your friend's body before too long. Uh, the quicker we can get the uh, ceremonies started, the quicker we can get on with things. All right. Love you, Dracus. Love you too. <laughs> So fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, so, I, I, a genuine question right now. Do you like where is Wendy's mental state at in terms of like is Wendy going down to be like yeah yeah no Max might get seromorphized in a minute but like it's fine it's fine. I don't know it's it's complicated. She's like going through the motions. She's feeling conflicting. She, she's she's not feeling confident enough to say no to the elder brain's face at the very least. Yeah, definitely. And she, yeah, yeah. she thinks if there's going to be some way to save Max, it'll be through like subtle uh, machinations and not like open defiance. Yeah. You know, you know, you're not planning to go down and like pick a fight with this robot illithid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as far as I think I want, I want Volgesh to be my friend, frankly, I'm looking at this picture and I'm thinking, we're gonna run away together, but <laughs> Austin, your your fetishes are showing through. You can't let them control you. <laughs> but yeah, I basically my plan is like, uh, you know, handling a kind of abusive parent. You have to make them think it's their idea to do what you want and not to challenge them. I guess is how Wendy's approaching this. Maybe this got too real too fast. Sorry about that. <laughs> so so what you're saying is we have to slowly find a way to put uh, what his name was Dracus. Is that right? Uh, put Dracus into a home. <laughs> That, that that's the thing we're doing. Uh, uh, Max and Buford roll initiative. There's no good. There's no good segue there. No, no, no. There isn't. Give me that. I'm... Give me that initiative roll. Twenty one. Ooh, nineteen. Natural twenty. Halfway through this fight, you're just gonna turn and look and see Wendy staring it through the window creepily, <laughs> just watching <laughs> with like wide eyes. Uh, Wendy will give it a turn or two, and you can you can enter the scenario. But for now, uh, it's just the two of you. What do you do? All right. All right. Well, I'm gonna start with metal against metal, and I'm just gonna do like two ba- uh, basic swing at them. Uh, yeah. Give me seventeen and twenty. Uh, the twenty hits. 
Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. 16 damage. Okay. Uh, give me give me the flavor of this. You just you just doing a big big punch with your robot arm or? Yeah, I I think I just uh, I just rush him and I like I I throw one haymaker at him. Uh, I, I'm assuming this is a. I don't know if we got the the pronouns of this creature, what they refer to him as. I'm assuming it's male, I guess, uh, uh, or he, they. Uh, I should be using uh, he him. Okay, uh, yeah. So I he he throws like a clothesline at his head, uh, which the creature uh, which he ducks, and then Buford just backhands him across the face uh, on the on the way back. Wonderful. Is that your full turn? Uh, I think so. I don't think I have any bonus actions I can do. Okay, uh, in that case, Max, it's your turn. Uh, yeah, Max is sort of taken aback by what they heard that, about Buford and stuff, and it'll be like, uh, we could talk about what you sent later, Buford, but, uh, okay, and just, uh, scrambles, lines up, and takes off two shots, uh, against, um, against the mechanical illithid we have here. Uh, shot one is a 28. Shot two is a 22, so both hit. Both of those will hit. All right, so that is a total of uh, 25 damage <clears throat> before Max moves to keep their distance uh, away from the Illithid, you know, hiding behind, like, you know, medical gear and stuff like that. Uh, you know, you know, waist-high cover, you know. Let's see. Uh, so now we've come back around to uh, Volgesh's turn, uh, and he is going to sort of wind up with the arm that is just like big, lengthy uh, metallic tentacles and attempt to make one big sweeping motion across the room to try and sort of like uh, do a big slashing motion uh, in a big arcing uh, trajectory. I'm going to need from both of you a dex saving throw. Ah, my weakness. Got it. 17. 16. Um, the 17 succeeds. Uh, so Max, you are going to take some damage. Uh, you take 28 damage. Ooh. All right. Uh, so yes, this, this thing sort of like, as it, as it swings, uh, it looks almost like it's not going to reach you. And then these, these metallic tentacles just seem to get longer just in time to take a big swipe across you. Uh, now we're back around to Buford. Okay. Um, question. What would happen if I cast heat metal on this creature? Um, Ooh. do you want to do a roll to find out what you know about what would happen? Sure, because if I can just cook this thing's brain, that'll, that'll definitely work. I'll say heat metal's a, a very certified Laura's favorite spells kind of category there. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of uh, heat metal. Uh, anytime you introduce a metallic uh, <laughs> enemy, that's always going to be on uh, on on the table. Um, I can't believe Laura's DMing me, and I didn't play a character who could cast hypnotic pattern. That's, it was <laughs> you, right you there. Missed your, you missed your chance, Yorski. I could have picked hypnotic pattern as a spell, but I chose not to. Uh, arcana, I think, is what I want. So give me an arcana roll. 16. 16. Okay. This thing is made out of metal. And that is... you. It, it's metal. You can heat it up. Uh, metal, if heated up suitably, uh, is, is gonna have a bad time. 
that being said, that is a very known weakness of these these bodies, and uh, a precaution that has been built into them is a degree of uh, insulation for the brain region, so it's not like you're going to do heat metal and the tadpole's just going to cook in like two seconds and be dead. But you are certainly making an uncomfortable environment for the little bit of, of organic something that's in there. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to uh, use a bonus action to cast Blinding Smite, uh, and then I am going to attack. So Blinding Smite, uh, what it does, next time you hit a creature with a melee attack during this spell's duration, uh, your weapon flares a bright light, deals 3d8 extra radiant damage, uh, in addition, cart get must con must succeed on a Constitution save or be blinded. Uh, so that is my what I'm going to do. Yeah, same as the first turn. Uh, Seventeen fails, twenty does hit. Uh, yeah, it's three d eight, and it needs to make a con save. Uh, eight. It is gonna fail that. Yeah, that's not gonna do it. Uh, so I think what what Buford does here. Is that um, he he faints again to uh, to get the the illithid off balance, and then he like open ham palms this thing in the face, and deposits like uh, like a, a burrowing mechanical drill just right into its oculars to to dig into its face and blind it for the moment. Wonderful, uh, Max. We're back around to you. Acts, you know, winces at the pain of the uh, the lashing attack, um, reserving their last spell slot for the time speed uh, time being for what they might need it for. Um, so, question: Does attacks against a blinded target um, have advantage? Let me double check what blinded means. I would I would have to double check, but I don't think you get advantage against them. I think they get disadvantage against you. I think uh, it's just that way around. I no, might be wrong. blinded no. Uh, blinded creatures can't see. Automatically fail inability to check the required sight. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. Okay, uh, and this is presumably a uh, con roll again on uh, on the illithid's turn yep. to break from. Okay, yep. Go, yep. Uh, End of turn. Yep. Go. So go they right they have to spend at least one turn. Uh, with that, with its eyes being burned out by thermite. Uh, so two more shots from Max on the target. There we got twenty-four and twenty, so both hit. Yep. That's another pair of. That's twenty-seven <clears throat> damage, uh, and Max tries to like position themselves somewhere else in the room so that uh, to not draw attention to themselves as much as possible. That that is a good move on your part because this thing. Is very specifically going to try and come for you this turn. Um, uh, it does not necessarily want to uh, inflict harm unnecessarily on the person who made cool torture that they get to enjoy. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas you, yeah, you done nothing for him. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's see whether these attacks will be successful. Okay, uh, so it's going to do two attacks trying to hit Max. Uh, is a 15 with disadvantage. That will miss. Okay, and the second... Uh, is a 12 with disadvantage. <sighs> yeah, I, uh... that that blinding really, really saved you, because those hits were going to be pretty bad for you. Uh, luckily, even if without uh, disadvantage, those would have missed, because Max's AC is... Act 18, so they would have survived by just one the whole time. Yep, yep. Um... 
Yeah, this this illithid uh, has not necessarily been in this body for a terribly long time, uh, and has spent a lot of that time just in enjoying the pre-installed software, mm -hmm. um, and is just sort of wildly um, flailing at you. Uh, of note, as it tries to attack you, uh, it's... Its arms seem to reconfigure in shape a little bit, like what was previously being used as just a bundle of tentacles uh, sort of makes almost like a fist shape to try and uh, swing at you and then sort of makes sort of more of a bladed shape and tries to sort of swing at you again. Uh, it it can clearly tailor somewhat how it's trying to attack with, with one limb, uh, but it's going to try and do a constitution to break free of the blinding. Yep. Uh, 20. Yep. Yeah, it makes it. Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, I think that he gets some, uh, he sort of puts the tentacles up to, uh, his face and starts, like, just feeling across it, and as he pulls the tentacles away, uh, the damage has been somewhat repaired. Uh, and at this point, Wendy, would you like to roll initiative and see where this round you're going to enter the, 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 the turn order? I hate to be this guy, but I yeah. think Wendy does not intervene yet. I think she's no, getting, you know, uh, she no, gets you, to the you lab. Nev never apologize for being that person. This is great. Go ahead. She gets to the lab. She looks through the window and she freezes up because she doesn't want to do the wrong thing from Dracus's perspective. She wants to have plausible deniability. I think, I don't know if I should say this, but I feel like if one of them goes down, she would panic and rush in and try to help, but... She's just hope. She's just hoping that they're gonna win, and then she can say like, "Oh, I thought that your guy was gonna win because you're so smart and strong," yeah. you know, and so, just like. So you're just sort of staying not obviously present. You're just sort of watching from the sidelines, not making it known you're here. Yeah. Also, she's a little ashamed of not yeah. helping. So yeah, she's quietly looking no, through the window. That's that's perfect. Uh, back around to Buford. Yeah, I'll note that Beefert has like a look of utter contempt uh, for this, Ill which I guess he can't really see beyond his eyes because he has a mask on. <laughs> um, but like B Beaufort believes in doing things for a purpose. He thinks pointless sadism is just stupid and has caused every one of the Illithid Empire's problems. Like you don't, you don't break a person's legs for fun. You break their legs because they've done something to you. No, you break a person's legs because, like, culture has told you that that's, you know, the dumb thing. <laughs> and now they can get cool robo-cyber legs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, you got a point there, Austin. Thank you. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, so I'm, I'm just <laughs> I'm going second, second verse, same as the first. Uh, I am going to punch him. Yep. G give me another punch. Uh, thirteen and seventeen. Both of these are gonna miss. I think may, may, it's the, this guy's gotten his second wind, and he, he's getting wise to Buford's tactics. Yeah, he's, he's he's maybe gotten a little under your skin as he keeps. Uh, you maybe see flashes in the sort of the, the sort of eye region of uh, of of this uh, creature. You're like, oh, you're watching. You're watching the fucking torture video again, aren't you? <laughs> I would say if Wendy can see Max. Uh... Uh, she's going to see that Max is, like, visibly shaken and clearly panicking the situation, just given uh, the nature of what they're fighting. Um, and Max's only sort of recourse has been to sort of keep their distance as much as possible, um, take shots, and then try to move in, in different ways to kind of 
get the advantage. So this time Max is going to try to shift to the another side of the room. Uh, they're going to use her angelic flight feature. So they're sort of like kind of like uh, barrel rolling across the room. And as they fly, take shots on uh, the, the mechanical illithid. So that's ooh, that's a 12 and a crit on the second shot there. OK, give, give me the damage on that crit and then give me the flavor. All right. Uh, so that's 25 on the on the crit there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As as Max is sort of like feel like basically Max is sort of uh almost hyperventilating almost for a moment, then just sort of closes their eyes, uh seems to be listening to something, and then springs out sideways out of their barrier as they twist through the air, the like etheric wings kind of flourish you can almost imagine like little almost like uh, holographic feathers like careening off a little bit as they turn they take two shots one um uh let's say almost hits a buford <laughs> with that near botch there uh because that was that was a natural two there before max's eyes sort of like narrow and then they line up a second shot right at like the neck of the illicit entity there um, before they, they land across the room in as much hiding as they can get themselves into. Uh, Volgesh does not seem at all phased. If anything, he seems to be really enjoying himself here. Uh, and he is going to start just like sprinting towards you, Max, uh, ready to try and attack just you. Uh, so let's see what these rolls do. Uh, will that give me a opportunity attack as it runs by? Uh, I'm trying to think positioning-wise. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, Max has been cheering from distance, so I suppose, yes, you will get an opportunity attack if you want to... Uh, sorry, let me... Eat. 16, nope. I think it just ducks uh, under my arm. Yeah, no, the, this or, thing... Uh, he, rather. Yeah, he, he is... Um, he's surprisingly agile. Uh, he sort of, like, almost... Raiders of the Lost Ark, when the um the 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 things coming down and you slide under, like it's that whole movement. Uh, barely breaks his stride. Uh, and let's roll to see whether he hits Max. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing what this guy. He's like uh, the the T. Uh, what is it? The Liquid Terminator versus my old crotchety <laughs> uh, metal one. Uh, uh -huh. So two attacks, uh, a twenty and a seventeen. Do they both hit? The 20 hits, the 17 does not. Oh, so close. Uh, so the 20 is going to be this one here first. Uh, so 14 damage. Hmm. Do I burn my last spell for this for the time being here? I think the answer is yes. Uh, give me a dexterity saving throw in response to that. Uh, what is this to do, just so that I've got context? Hellish Rebuke slash Shars Counterattack. Okay, I also have a role I need you to do, and I'm trying to work out what order they need to happen in. No, you. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, that, the, okay, so I will just say what's, what's happening so we can work out order. Um, when you are hit with the, the sort of hammer fist, um, you have to do a, uh, a strength save to not be knocked prone, and I don't know whether that would happen before or after your rebuke. Oh, he's got the crusher feet. I, I, w I would say they both can happen simultaneously, but I'm happy to roll first in this situation. I, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy for them to be simultaneous. My, I, the only reason I ask is in case knocking, if knocking prone happened first, rebuke 
would rebuke go off? Is it? It was Re sort of rebuke has a range of sixty feet, so it doesn't matter if Max is pro. Oh yeah, so yeah. There. If you're not to the ground and then it just goes off on the floor. I yeah, suppose. exactly. Cool. Yeah. So um, strength. So, yeah. Throw? What did you need me? Uh, yeah, strength that you need to do. It's an eighteen. You are not knocked prone. All right, that's a dexterity saving throw from them. Uh, that is a crit. That is a crit twenty-five. Well, they'll take half damage from this then. Um, so, wow, that was a decent roll there too. Yeah. So basically, they punch it. They they sort of drive their fist into Max's chest. Max like stands their ground and like skids slightly, but as they hit the 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 chest, the Max's chest sort of like almost like sparks, but it's those uh, red lilies kind of almost blooming off the, their chest before flames erupt. And that's a uh, 35 damage, but halved. So that is going to be, uh, shoot, that's a 17 damage, fire damage in re retribution there. Be yeah, Buford's going to try to ru rush him while his back is turned uh, and swing again. Wow. Ah, uh, 17 and 16. No, oh, that's the three, the third one you can ignore. Yeah. That was a mistake. Uh, so 17 and a 16 both miss. Um, the, the, this thing is just faster than you, your arm can wind up for. Like, if you connect, you're going to do huge damage, but this thing is just, like, untouchable to you, it seems. Yeah, I'm going to... He's going to have to change his tactics if this, uh, this happens in the next turn. Energized by the power of sadism. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's 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 not even like fighting back against you. He's just like, oh, that's oh, that's that's what I like to see—the kind of person who would torture a head in a draw. Oh. Now, I'm not saying that Max sees Wendy, but Max does have line of sight to that window, um, looking into the space, right? Yes. If you think to look over there, there's in theory no reason you couldn't see Wendy unless Wendy... Wendy, are you using the stealth cloak? No. I, yeah, uh, okay. I, I would say that Max wouldn't even notice if Wendy was there because they're panicking too much right now. But I have a but I have a silly thought there uh, as a as a, uh, a reprisal of a thing we did earlier. Mm -hmm. Oh, teleport him outside the, <laughs> into the hallway? <laughs> no. Because teleporting, teleporting an unwilling creature requires a save. Teleporting a willing creature doesn't. Max looks at the the Illithid, takes their gun, puts it to their own head, oh, and then casts vortex warp to teleport themselves out of the room entirely through the window. So, uh, to the Illithid thing, it may it looks like initially that Max is like trying to just commit suicide in front of them but instead they teleport themselves on the other side of the door leaving the creature in the room with Buford for the moment no one else here now and you're getting recalled okay <laughs> i i want to like pause the turn order for a second um max has just teleported outside the room um Wendy, you are barely outside this room. The two of you are probably stood very close to each other right now. Yeah. Uh, Wendy just suddenly sees Max teleport in, like, like crouched down on all fours and, like, panting uh, pretty uh, uh, tiredly over all this. Wendy smacks Formith out of your hand. Uh, Max isn't holding Formith. Oh, where is it? Uh, it is currently just, like, it's 
a, a bow just like attached to uh, Max's back there. All right. Well, she smacks that off your back. She says, it's eating your soul. Uh, it rematerializes back on the back. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, geez. Oh, God. It's a keyblade. Oh, fuck. It's it's eating you. Oh, Draco says it's a big spider. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, when, when, wait, wait. Jeez. Uh, okay. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm still focusing on the mechanical illicit in there that like knows Buford or at least like, I don't know, like uh, it's a fan of Buford. I don't know. And then Max tries to peer in on the fight. Gub Gub's kind of a sick puppy. Sorry. I just learned this is also, um, (laughs) also died. No, I'm not. I'm in a glass house here in RE throwing stones, but well, you're just going to sit out here and watch this fight. We just, we're abandoning. (laughs) I, I, I need a, just a different strategy because that that thing is focus firing me. It's like it it it, it doesn't care about Buford. It just wanted to kill me or something. So I just needed a moment to recoup. Uh, as as you are taking the second to to uh, re- recoup, um, uh, the mechanical Lilithid is using his turn to pretty quickly sprint toward that door. Uh, he has not lost attention on you. He's, he's happy to take the attack of opportunity from Buford. <laughs> 26. Uh, yep, that will hit. 19. 19. Lovely. Yep. Um, he takes the damage in stride and does not stop his sprint. He was coming for that door. He wants to go for uh, for Max if possible. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, you, you do not have long before he's the fight's going to come back to you, Max. Can I roll insight to maybe figure out is is uh, this mechanical uh, illithid like healing or like somehow indestructible like the aforementioned liquid terminator? Or is it just like <laughs> a big HP pool? Uh, yeah, give me a... Uh... Crit. Crit. Yeah, crit. crit. Okay. Um, so... You know a lot about like the mechanic, like the base mechanical bodies, uh, because you know the, the Rezubian's job is to, uh, in at least in part, sort of spread spread these around the galaxy, and um, they are very sturdy. Um, like a big part of Illithid, um, Illithid traditionalist caution about these bodies is. Ceramorphosis is a process that makes us very powerful, and that is a cultural part of our identity, and any alternative has to not feel like a downgrade by comparison, and as such, these things are very sturdy. They are uh, not necessarily built to regenerate, I think that you know as much as, like, that. there is not a secret uh, you know, it, this isn't like the werewolf arc where they're secretly regening uh, over time, but the HP pool is pretty big on like a standard one of these bodies, and this one has clearly been tinkered around with a bit specifically for the purposes of violence. Um, it is just a big, very dense metal body that is going to take some chipping away at. But the damage you're doing is like is is sticking. 
Okay, cool. Yeah. So if, if this is still a winnable fight, then uh, Wendy is going to put Faith and Buford to win. Uh, so that's I'm not going to interfere. But if it was like, oh, no, this person is like functionally immortal, I would be like, ah, maybe we should run or something. <laughs> like, you you don't know the exact specifics of what has happened to this, it, like has been done to this specific body. But with a crit, the impression you get is this is a winnable fight against a very dangerous person who is real hopped up on murder is fun. Um, and he's not going to slow down until that last HP goes. Uh, the adrenaline is, is really fueling him. Respect. Re real recognize real. Uh, so Buford, your turn. Yeah. I, I think I want to change tactics here. Uh, in, with the, the implication that this thing has a massive HP pool, uh, if I'm just trying to like chip away at it with um, uh, heat metal, that's not gonna it's gonna not gonna do anything. Uh, so uh, two two thoughts come to mind. We have seen these bodies get hacked before, and Buford's actively interacted with one in the process of getting hacked. Would Buford either be able to leverage this knowledge? Or leverage his knowledge of the the software he made to instead of having that software like re be recording that the the creature uh, that the illithid is like experiencing and enjoying cause it to happen to the creature. This illithid is experiencing what you put in there. He's just enjoying it. Um, this isn't a case. Oh, he's of, running it on himself. Yeah, he's running it on himself. He's feeling the feelings that you put into that brain to be felt during ceremorphosis. That, like, the intention was during this ceremorphosis analog, it will feel like they're entering a brain that is is having a terrible time. But he's just playing, having a terrible time on loop, and going use the adre use the adrenaline to do cool murder. Dudes rock. Um. In terms of, like, trying to hack this thing, I would definitely need a roll from you, but I think there is something to the idea of, like... I I think that you can maybe work something out, but it's going to be a... Uh, what, what check is this going to be? Um, we've done a couple of Arcanos today. Um, eight. That's gonna. That's nothing. Yeah. No. Eight. Eight is not gonna. Is not gonna hack this thing. Um, you are aware that someone hacked this, and you're aware that it sort of works like a brain. Um, but your expertise is like things that can be wired to each other, and there's at least something fleshy and gooey in there that that like is not your expertise. <laughs> Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, well, then the only option he has is to go for the head, uh, and he is going to continue to do so. Oh, 30 and 23. Yep, you do successfully hit uh, a couple of times here. G give me the flavor of what has changed that you get these couple of hits in. Um, I I think, uh, well, let's see, what what is, what is changing here? Um... It's changing about this scenario. When when he realizes that this is just like a like an insane pervert, essentially, who is, uh, yeah, yeah. Th this is like this is the dark mirror of Buford, essentially. It is, it is every negative aspect of him cranked up to eleven, and every one of his positive skills also present here. And he's just disgusted by it, and he wants it dead. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. 
that'll be uh, basic math, 37 damage. Oh, my favorite number. Lovely. Um... <laughs> Okay, you you are definitely aware that like some pieces are coming off this thing. Like you you are doing damage. It just doesn't seem to notice. Is the thing. Yeah. Okay. I think Buford just has to match this thing blow for blow. He it'll be it's going to be exactly like Edge Runners. He uh this guy's activated his Sandeviston. I'm going to cast haste on myself and activate mine. <laughs> Wonderful. What a great show. Uh. Yeah, so I'm I, he Buford like depresses the the uh, fucking mom symbol on his arm. All, all of his like uh, he oh this is his anime transformation. It's finally time. Uh, <laughs> like the the exhaust pipe on his shoulder like rares to life, fire shooting out of it, and he's sprinting at full tilt at this creature. Wonderful. Um, what does that bring your speed up to? Uh, it doubles my speed, I believe. And your base one is, what, 20? No, it's at 30 now, because I, I have Gauntlets of Ogre Strength, so I have okay. a range of uh, speed of 60, so if I'm now double, or I can't double move, because I've already taken um, uh, an action, so I'm moving 60 feet at it. Yeah, you are, you are keeping pace with this chase that seems to be happening. You are now part of the, the, the conga line of people trying to do murder on each other. <laughs> uh, Max, it is. Back to you. Max is uh, one hit away from going down. They see Buford charging in and then just looks look at Ilthid in front of them and pulls off the uh, persona porting over <laughs> uh, to back to the room that they came from. And so, so ba they're back in on the other side of Buford, back in the room that they exited. So with that, Volgesh is going to turn back around and start sprinting back the other way um, and attempt to do that big sort of swing of uh, sort of the big tentacle swing again. Um, it's only... Uh, and I must ask, can I clothesline him as he runs by? <laughs> um... He's not attempting to run under you this time. He's not trying to solo target Max. So probably not the clothesline opportunity. He is trying to go for both of you if he can. He's trying to do the, the one the one sweep in your general direction. Uh, okay, so he's not he's not running past you. He's us. not he's running past doing... you. He's, as he gets towards the pair of you, trying to take Got a it. swing and see if he can reach you uh, before you hop away again. Um, so I'm going to need a deck save from both of you. Okie dokie. So all the mechanical, like, claw tentacles extend into, like, a cat of nine tails and just sweeps through the whole room? That is, that is the intention. He's just desperately grasping to try and, to try and not lose, uh, lose the ability to reach you again. Uh, 15. 21. Uh, so that's seven damage to Max and 14 mm. to Buford. Okie dokie. You're still standing, Max. Max is down to 13 hit points, down from 69 all the way down to 13. So yeah, they're just the, the, those couple of botches uh, definitely helped. Uh, the couple of the couple of ones rolled on those d8s uh, definitely helped you a little. Uh, so uh, Buford, you you back. We're back around to you. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's I, I guess go. He's gonna go for the throat again. Uh, three attacks, 21. Uh, only one of them hits. Only the 21's gonna hit, yep. 
17. 17. Lovely. Um, okay, so that's... Okay, you have taken some, like, pretty sizable chunks out of this thing. Like, you, you're holding handfuls of, like, there are wires here. Things aren't connected to other things anymore. Um, again, if you were to just look at his face, you wouldn't know he knew that anything was missing. He's still just as ready for violence, but, like, surely not much more could be removed before this thing has to just stop functioning. Uh, I think what Beaufort is trying to do at this point is rip out parts of its head until he can get to the tadpole and just crush it. I, I think you are definitely getting in that direction. Uh, you, like It doesn't seem like there's much more to rip off before this thing is going to be exposed. Uh, Max, it is you again. Uh, he's he's also going to threaten the illithid while, he, while he's doing this and say, You cannot afford this distraction! just stealing it directly from edge runners <laughs> um he, he 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 looks to you and says every moment of existence is pain i'm happy to go out as i came in make up your mind i thought you liked this i'm having a great time pain is wonderful uh it is max's turn he's having a wonderful time all right um yeah uh max is going to do uh do another attempt of just making distance further away so a combination of like angel wings diving away while doing shots across the air uh we'll do two shots here 27 and and crit yep they're both gonna they're both gonna hit uh so that is going to be a total of 26 damage it's very clear that this body cannot take any more of this uh, and there is one last big burst as all of these sort of metallic tentacles um, stop trying to hold a f humanoid form. Uh, and what you're left with is essentially just a head shooting a very lengthy mass of metallic tentacles trying to get one last hit in on Max uh, before failing to be able to do anything else. Um, so this will be the last attack of the combat. The combat will end with this. Uh... Okay, so... Oh. <laughs> how that works. Uh, <laughs> okay, so for the listeners, I accidentally rolled 20 plus 9. I didn't put the D in, so it just rolled 29. I was like, okay, I'll do it again. I rolled a D20 plus 9. It's still 29. A crit. Um, so let's roll the damage for this uh, last hit that is coming towards uh, Max. Uh, 17. Uh, so it's the pre... It's pre-mortifier that doubles, isn't it? So... 11, 22, 28 damage uh, to Max. Yeah, that will not Max unconscious there, yes. Uh, and with that, the, te the metallic tentacles go limp, and you essentially just have a head on the floor. Yeah, and Buford's gonna... is gonna unceremoniously just stomp it into paste with his boot before sprinting down the hallway at full speed, pulling out... Um, uh, this is going to be, I guess, uh, reflavored cure wounds. He he is going to um, do the equivalent, uh, do the Pulp Fiction, like adrenaline shot to the heart. Oh hell yeah! 
and uh, inject a, a syringe full of microsurgeons uh, directly into uh, Max's heart. Wonderful. Now, uh, I don't need this from you right now, uh, Skitch, but at some point, this is our first uh, uh, hitting zero HP on this half of the campaign, and a thing that we tend to do uh, on Dice Funk is if someone's character hits zero HP, there will be some kind of permanent consequence, and that might be some kind of result of that last attack that happened to you, but you don't have to come up with that straight away, but if at some point you have a thought about what the consequence of that going to zero is, let me know. Yeah, I have no idea at the moment because I thought something else was going to happen when it dropped to zero. So you're, you're, uh, this is completely balls, ball, balls in your court as to what happens right now, Laura. So I don't yeah. know what yeah. happens. Uh, so. I, uh, I, so I know what you were wondering, and I will just be explicit. Any fears you had that you hitting zero was going to mean you disappearing like instantly into Formith do not seem to be founded. You have hit zero HP, you've lost consciousness, you've been defeated, and the cube has not consumed you. The big spider hasn't left its web. That seems to be the case. All right, so you're doing Pulp Fiction on Max. I think Wendy psionically contacts Dracus and says, your metal guy lost. Do we need to do, we need to do a new model? We got to upgrade? He, 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 he what? Yeah, I just watched. I, I thought you were tuning in on this, wait, on this wait, channel. You, 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 you what? Did you not help? No, I thought he had it handled. It was going pretty well. How long were you down there watching and not helping? Two, two, two against two would have been, you'd have been fine. Well, a round in combat's only six seconds. It's like... Have you gotten soft since you left? Just stand and watch a fight rather than take part? I'm a little softer. I mean, the the brain substitutes are you know they're they're high in sugar because they want to make them taste good. Wendy, so. Wendy, get your friends and head up here now. Okay, Drake. I'll see you in a minute. Stay moist. You get no response. <laughs> uh, Wendy says to uh, Max as you're you're stirring on the floor like, "Hey, so the elder brain knows we're here." knows all about you and your whole stuff and we're in a lot of trouble um i tried i'm sorry i didn't fight but i wanted to be able to tell the truth when i talked to him again because if i lie he might psionically just like uh give me an embolism or stop my heart or any number of psychic things so i i've got it handled so far but do we think we can take an out i'm looking at max like on the floor <laughs> with like a hole in your chest do we think we can take them in a fight uh no i don't think we can so are you running? What's going on? Yeah, I, I think we got to get the fuck out of here. I need to handle something first. Uh, and he's going to run into the room with all the robot bodies, and he's going to start trashing his work. Wow. So we actually don't know we're on a mission for the Greys. All we remember is the tape we watched, which said uh, to go check out uh, where where Yaush was created, right? So what do we think we have to accomplish here before we leave? So, what? What Bridget said to you in the tape was that the 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 people here would know if anyone would know how to find Yaush, it would be the people here. 
Uh, and you and you know that your elder brain does have a way of tracking where Yaush is. Yeah, I tell them that that you know Draco says they can track Yaush uh, by a psionic pulse. So, do we want to try to parlay with uh, the big brain? Do we want to run away, f- failures, or anywhere in between? In the background, obviously, uh, Buford smashing, smashing, smashing. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think Buford sticks his head out the door. You just said it might give us a psionic embolism, and everyone here has either wanted to kill us or put a, a tadpole in our brain. It, maybe there's some, I don't know, equipment here we can find that they're using to track Yaush. Yeah, I think investigation to see if there's anything like yeah. that in here. Uh, give give me a group investigation roll. Um, I think that is definitely a good idea. I'll use my flash of genius here to turn that into a 19. 18. Uh, is Max conscious? Yep. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Max, Max uh, basically, my, my immediate thought about what would make sense for Max, and right now I'm trying to think, like, okay, right now I'd say that Max is having a, a real problem with just, like, uh, anxiety and fear response-related things right now because it's uh, the, the way they view things. They were being hunted down, and their 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 allies slash friends either didn't or couldn't uh, uh, help protect them from from it. So they are feeling uh, very rattled right now. Yeah, Wendy feels bad, but from her perspective, she's like, "I actually protected you because Dracus wants to, uh, you know, eat your brain." And this way, we can kind of still bluff that I didn't help you, and I'm, I'm on the, their side. So, um, okay, with a with a fourteen and an eighteen. Um, uh, that's a nineteen. I've oh, turned it into uh, with flash. Uh, oh, I guess we got an eighteen and a nineteen. Okay, the group passes, and I think what you find is not necessarily what you were looking for. Which the way I think you put it was looking for a machine that could track uh track these psionic pulses what you do find is some readouts and some printouts of this repeated uh psionic uh pattern that's been sort of pulsing uh out in space and i think buford you're the one that has this realization bridget was helping work on that big satellite that was going to be good at detecting uh, transmissions that might not usually be detected. With this pattern, and knowing you're looking for like this repeating psionic pattern, you might just be able to go back and, you know, once that satellite is is done, track Yaush yourselves. You've got the machine that can do something with this. Oh my goodness, it's like pottery, it slimes. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna corrupt it more every time I say it now. Okay, perfect. Uh, a thought occurs to me: if we're not gonna go back to Dracus and try to talk to them, which makes sense, uh, do we want to, to try to like blow this place up with the Tully? Do you just want to like shoot at the 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 Dyson Sphere or something? In that that was gonna be my next suggestion. That uh, if anyone doesn't stop him, Buford was going to set up all like what he was planning to do to uh uh, the illithid before, he's going to blow up this hybrid-making lab with all the grenades and equipment that uh, he stole. 
if Buford starts blowing things up with grenades, uh, Wendy will like psionically call out like, oh no, he's gone mad. I can't stop him. Oh no, now he's taking me hostage. And Wendy like flies <laughs> into your arms. That, that's very funny. He hasn't done it yet. He was going to like, <laughs> like set it up and then go like, all right, are we ready to fucking book it? Yeah. She's just giving herself plausible deniability so she can say she was kidnapped and not that she ran away. Wendy. A lot of my creations have, have uh, seemingly died today. I don't want to have to kill you and add another one to this list. But here's the thing. I know you'll come back. You go do whatever little missions you want to do. But next time you come back, I'm going to keep you with a much tighter leash and you are going to have much less ability to act like this is all some game. So go. Dance off into the night. Do, do whatever it is you think you're going to do. But I will be much less lenient the next time you come running back. I'll tell Cortazar you said hi. <laughs> I don't like that um, laugh, Laura. <laughs> You're going villainous. Um, Dracus is not going to stop you in this moment from leaving. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, Wendy's just going to go with you if you're destroying the lab and we're all running away. Because if we can use the satellite to track uh, Yaush, we win, I think. We can go back to, the, we go back to Bridget and uh, the Greys now. Yeah, I think I think that's the plan. I don't think we have a way to de like destabilize this place and send it hurtling into the sun. So, the tall is pretty small compared to even a portion of a Dyson sphere. So, I you know what's interesting is that I was thinking that we could just take Rommel with us and be like try to be like, hey, we spared your life. You want to think about your choices and stuff. But then you fucking flattened his hand, and I don't I don't think there's anything I can say about that. So now we are just leaving him. I think. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, uh, I, I guess I've sort of closed that door. There's Buford would have never believed this person would have changed. Great. Now they're alive and they're out there and they're more dangerous than ever. Correct. Wonderful. Uh, so to clarify, there was some talk of trying to use all of the uh, ammunition and grenades to do an explosion of some kind. Is that still the plan as you're leaving? Uh, I believe so, unless uh, I get two nay votes. Now nah, go, go, go sicko mode. Yeah. Uh, Bu Buford will set up all of the, um, like, explosives in what leaks looks to be the uh, most important part of the room. And as he's leaving, pull the pin on a grenade and huck it in the pile. Okay, and I assume you are all just fucking booking it? Mm-hmm. To, to, to physically run as fast as you can away from a big explosion you've made at arms at, at throwing range. Mm -hmm. uh, if Max wants to like climb onto Buford's uh, shoulders and Buford just casts haste on himself again, that'll we'll, we'll absolutely do that. I think. Um, I think Max is just going to run by themselves on this. Um, again, they're they've been very they've been basically silent the whole time since they've been. Uh, 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 healed up by Buford. Um, so 
you set this big explosion off, um, and I assume what you're expecting is like big cascading damage that's like, ah, oh, the whole ship's sort of going down because of all the big damage. Oh, uh, no, I just wanted to fuck yeah. up all their experiments. Yeah, just trying to fuck up all the experiments? You certainly achieve that, but what you, you know, probably hear behind you as you are leaving is very quickly, like, a, a lot of, like, heavy steel doors are, like, dropping down from the ceiling, like, sealing in the exploded area. Like, this has been contained very quickly. Um, other than that, you have a fairly uneventful uh, journey back uh, out of the, the station, uh, back to the ship. The f only other thing of note as you're leaving is as you start the ship and start moving, there's a couple of seconds where, like, the ship seems a little stuck. Like, it's just not moving how it should. And Wendy, you hear in your head... You only leave because I allow you. Damn, Dracus, that's cool. <laughs> what a sick thing to say. Wow. <laughs> like, uh, being, being frankly too honest. Like, <laughs> she's really impressed. Yeah, I mean, Max has been quiet this whole time, obviously, you know, hurt uh, both physically and emotionally by everything that's going on. And I feel like uh, a more tactile character would like give you space to process. But Wendy is just like, sorry, Maxi Max, I didn't want you to get all stabbed up. But I, one time I saw Dracus uh, uh, kill an ogre by like Wendy? Ring it, wringing Wendy? their whole body out Wendy? like a towel. Wendy. Yeah. Uh, can I just focus on flying for now? Sure. Do you, are you picturing it though? The ogre being wrung out like a towel and psionically that could happen to all three of us. The only thing I can picture is being chased down and nobody helping me. Buford helped. I said that really quiet. I don't even know if that picked up. <laughs> Buford helped. <laughs> Buford, you want to speak up? I I think Buford is just sat in the in his like gunnery chair, uh, like mask just fucking tossed to the side, rubbing his temples, thinking about how he has to unfuck his um uh, uh <laughs> horrible brain situation he's created. Yeah, oh my god, there's a lot. First of all, you take your mask off and Wendy uh, shrieks, Ah, you have two faces! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he takes his mask off after every mission! <laughs> Alright, I, I, <laughs> I don't remember if we had established that, but yeah. And then she's like, does anyone want to talk about how you made uh, the, the cy cyber perverts? <laughs> that wasn't the goal. <laughs> I mean, I've messed up a lot in my time. I don't know if I've ever made a cyber pervert, though. That feels like a huge mess up. They, those illithids back on Tsukiyama were complaining that there was no flavor to the brains because there was no suffering. You yourself and I quote said, it adds umami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't lie. It really does. I. I had created a program to mimic this and sent it off to, what was the name? It was Pavron was the? Uh, Pavroth, yeah. Yeah, Pavroth. And sent it off to Pavroth and it appears it had unintended side effects. Oh man, well, good thing it all worked out. <laughs> all of us obviously crestfallen. <laughs> um, it, it, when Wendy looks back to Max or noticing that like, 
Max is kind of muttering very quietly under their breath, but the formith is shifting to just the different weapon forms and you know causing the the glamour changes on Max while they're flying. Um, and they're just sort of cycling through them, uh, through the Ooh. weapon forms as they go. You're, are you cycling through just, like, essentially all of them in order? Yes. Okay. I didn't know if we were going to do this today. <laughs> Laura's like, you've activated my trap card. You have activated my trap card. Um, something happens that's never happened to you before, and maybe it's because you've never rapid cycled through them before. Um, when you try and summon Evangelion, nothing happens. <gasps> oh, getting knocked out killed one of the spirits. Evangelion, get back in your fucking I, mech. Look, I'm not saying what's happened here, but Evangelion does not summon when you attempt to summon them. Oh my god, they're extra lives. Laura! <laughs> look, they might be, they might not. I, look, I'm saying fucking nothing. <laughs> uh, like, like, there's definitely, like, a, a, a tinge of, like, worry in Max's voice when they try to shift the formith into like the morning star shape and it doesn't do it. Um, it's like a, a pause, you know, it's like de uh, uh, decrypt heaven and nothing happens. And they do it a few more times before shifting back to. Um, you, you do it a few more times. Okay. Mm -hmm. On maybe the, f the fourth, fourth attempt. Evan does materialize. Oh, well, yeah, and to be clear, uh, the actual projection doesn't happen unless Max yeah. actually takes out a target, so the Morningstar manifests yeah. effectively. Sorry, yeah, so to be cl yeah. clear, the Morningstar does manifest, but it, like, takes a second of you trying it over and over. Like, something wasn't working, and now it is. I get it so excited about plot twists I make up. This is like when I thought the space station was a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, these things being actually look. I didn't know whether whether Max was going to try repeatedly or not. I don't fucking know how today's going to go. Look, extra lives would have been a brutal way to go, but uh, this is just another piece of the mystery. What what the fuck's going on here? Who knows? But yeah, but Max settles once the Morning Star manifests, and then they will. Shift it back to the longbow representing uh, Dash, Ina, and then continue to fly uh, back to where Cammy and the others are. Oh, can I just say, it took so much restraint for me to not make Dash is the one that was momentarily not uh, materializing. I thought about it. I was like, you wanna, you wanna, you look. Max is having a rough one. Look, had Max had a better time this episode, I might have done it. I was like, this feels feels like that would be put you just piling a little too much on the pile. Uh, listen, this is a, this is an Omni character arc uh, thing going on here. So you could have done that. I would have been like, I was expecting that to happen. No, no, no. Don't don't worry. There's plenty of time for Dash not to materialize later. Who knows? Who knows what will uh, happen? Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Do you talk about any of the awkwardness going on here, or...? 
<laughs> Wendy already brought up the cyber perverts and um, you yeah. know, some some stuff. So she, I feel like she has said her piece, but she's open if like Buford wants to start something. Yeah. Okay. I I, I think I think uh, yeah, Buford will just own up to it and say, um, <sighs> "All right, I'm gonna be blunt. This is my fault." And there's been something I've been hiding on the ship. And I think I'm going to have to answer up for my mistakes. Um, Buford is, uh, how do I put this? So Buford's mindset right now is that he is fucked up royally and has done something that is going to horrifically damage um, the uh, reputation of the, the peace mission, right? Which is something that is going to drastically impact his sister's dreams. So, and the only way he can think to get out of this is to own up to his crimes. Um, he is going to start fiddling with his shoulder and then fully detach his uh, robotic arm. When we get back to the the t- uh, not the Tully, uh, the Resubian. I am going to turn myself in for torture. I understand the problem you were trying to solve, but why th- a guy? Where'd you get a head? I guess is the better question. I'm going to cut to the quick. Where'd you get a head, Gub Gub? It's about 15 years ago. There was this, uh, Little minor pirate lord kept hitting my convoys. Bridget was five at the time, and I'll be honest, I was getting real sick of my job. I killed a lot of people, put a lot of people in the ground. And yet, after a while, you sort of, you sort of look at yourself and go, is this all there is? Just digging graves and putting bodies in them? I tried to soften up, tried to Tried to be nice. Let someone go. Just once. Let someone go. About six months later, I get an alert from my house that someone's broken in. He killed three of my men, ripped out their implants to bypass my security, and had my sister at gunpoint. And I made him pay for every ounce of that. It's like potpourri. It crimes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 